Welcome to this exciting sermon from World Impact Community Church. We hope you enjoy this message. For more sermons and resources, please do visit us at wscc.in. Greetings in Jesus' mighty name. Father, let's pray. Lord, we want to pray, Lord Jesus, for your strength, Lord. Let your word, Lord, would come through, Lord. We want to invite the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, that you are here and you will never leave us nor forsake us. Wherever we go, Lord, you are there with us, Lord. Let this be your altar. Let it be your word, Lord. Hallelujah. That you minister, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we want to pray, Lord Jesus, Lord. If there's anybody here who has not given their lives to the Lord, that we want to declare that this is the day that the Lord has made for them, Lord. Let it come true. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We are in a battle. All of us sitting here. From children to senior citizens, all of us are in a battle. Whether we like it or not, we are in a battle. The Bible keeps reminding us that we are in a battle. We saw, we see physical battles in the Old Testament. But when it comes to the New Testament, the Bible talks about a spiritual battle that we have. And it occurs between our two years. The two years, the mind, it happens in the mind. So what makes us to win a battle? And I like war movies. I used to see a lot of uh, war movies. I, I was a big fan of Saving Private Ryan. Watched it many times. In every battle, the stronger or the most prepared party wins. And this is the same for, for the spiritual battles that we have. The battle in our mind, the battle in our heart, the battle for our spirits. And I was growing up in the Middle East. And I have a brother. I have two brothers. So I have this older brother of mine. So, uh, so and when I was in the first or second standard, uh, I was also allowed to go and play outside without my parents. So my, uh, so my parents told my elder brother to take care of me. He said, okay. So, but he was not very happy about it. So I realized that when I went to play with him, uh, so he had a gang of friends. And uh, there was something called, uh, you know, neighborhood fights that the boys had and uh, so I was interested in it because only because I was under the protection of my brother so one day I asked him what happens when actually a fight breaks out so he told me and he told me we run we run and uh, he was extremely scared now that I was there something happens with me my uh, and, and he has to be responsible to my mom so, uh, we are in a battle, whether we like it or not. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 1 to 8, now it happened, it talks about David. When David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, where the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag, and attacked Ziklag, and burned it with fire, and had taken captive the women, the women, and those who were there, from small to great, they did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahinom, the Jezreelites, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. 
Now David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people were grieved and every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. Now to jump to verse 8. So David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall overtake them and without fail recovered all. The Amalekites had destroyed everything. They burned down the city. The whole city was down. The wives and their children were taken captive. Can you imagine that? The children now, the people spoke of stoning David. They cried and the Bible says they had no more power to cry. David was greatly distressed. In the midst of this, that's the key. I think all of us go through challenges. I am sure there is not any, there is nobody here that without a challenge. And in the midst of this, David strengthened himself in the Lord. Can you imagine that David, 600 mighty men of valor, was weeping, cursing, blaming, now taking rebellion against the man of God. Now he sits there, probably with his tears down in his face. He's praying. He's singing quietly that the psalm that he wrote about. He cannot, he cannot go on like this. He understood. And he strengthened himself in the Lord. I hear a quote that has greatly blessed me. Some of the best talks in this world are those that a man has with himself. He who speaks to everybody except himself is a great fool. I want to encourage church, take time to talk to yourself when the challenge comes. You have to strengthen yourself in the Lord. And you know, that time, no, you know, some people can come and pray over you, that's true. But ultimately, it is between you and God. Ultimately, it is between you and God. David had no Samuel there. David had no Nathan the prophet. He had no pastor. No wives to encourage him. No children. All alone. His trusted men are now saying, let's stone him. I want to tell you that you have to strengthen yourself. I am sure all of us have gone through that moment where we felt weak. You know, in uh, last year around October, there was a moment in my life where I felt, Lord, so helpless. I was on the brink of depression. The first time I was telling my wife that, I don't know, it's for the first time I, I sensed that I was going into depression. Everything seemed on the outside was okay. I realized, Lord, I cannot continue like this. Come what may, I'm going to face this challenge. Heads on. Let it be, you know, even if it needs to, I need to hit the streets, Lord, I'll hit the streets. But that's okay. Let me tell you that the answer came within a few days. Every day, I want to tell you, we can contribute to building ourselves up or we can contribute to putting us down. 
So how do you know if, if we have a strong man on the inside? If you have a strong spirit? Proverbs 24 verse 10. If you faint on the day of adversity, your strength is small. I want to tell you, a day of adversity will test us. If it tested Jesus, it will test our souls. And there is no exception for that. On David's day of adversity, he found strength in God. I am sure he must have felt lonely, wanting to give up the promise of God to be the next king. He was probably saying, God, just bring back my wife and children. But he did not faint. It is okay to have our day of adversity. It is scriptural. So don't uh, be discouraged when we go through an adversity, but we have to pick ourselves up. Thank you, Lord. I remember a small thing that happened in my workplace a few years ago. I was getting into a new project, and uh, a lot of leaders were there in that meeting. Okay, so it was a uh, it was an audio call, so they can't see us. So uh, we were asking a lot of questions because it was a new project. And I asked one question. Suddenly I could hear all the people laughing. I'm sure those who have unmuted must have, you know, those who have muted must have unmuted and laughed. I felt so embarrassed, so ashamed. I was thinking initially, God, why did I ask that question? Why didn't you help me? Why didn't you warn me? I'm thinking about all that. Maybe I should have, you know, asked somebody about that and then asked. I was focused on my reputation. And suddenly I just felt, Lord, this cannot go like this. I just told myself, it is okay to ask a dumb question. Who cares? It's okay to ask a dumb question. And I told the Lord, Lord, I'm not going to hold a grudge against this person. I let go of it right now. I just raised my hand in that cubicle. I was not bothered whether it was a secular place, whether it was Technopark, because for me at that point was my heart was sinking. I want to thank God for that day of adversity. You know what? And after that call, I realized it was not a dumb question after all. So will you faint on the day of adversity? If you faint, strength is small, please don't condemn yourself. Let's not go to one extreme and say, oh God, I just missed it. Yes, we must have missed it. But the heart of God is to strengthen us. Heart of God is to strengthen us. We need to strengthen us even if there is nobody with you. Even if your best people want to stone you. Thank you, Lord. I just sense there's somebody here who's... God is asking, give me one last... Give me a... You know, you're looking for a last chance. And God is saying, give me your last chance. Give me that last chance. I want to tell you that this is a strength. This is the... Uh, Test of our spiritual strength, whether we are falling on our day of adversity, it could be a day of temptation, it could be a day of test. If you are falling, it is, a, uh, it is a sign that we are not strong in some areas. I want to tell you, there is no shortcut to building spiritual strength. I hope there was a shortcut of 
of you know getting a six pack huh? i i hope i would have tried that but i want to tell you there is there is no shortcut we got to work it out and i don't know how how long maybe months or years 1 samuel chapter 28 talks about a man who liked to take shortcuts when samuel had died was 3 to 7 goes like this now samuel had died and all israel had lamented for him and buried him in rama in his own city and saul had put the mediums and spiritists out of the land then philistines gathered together and came and encamped at shunem so saul gathered all israel together and they encamped at gilboa when saul saw the armies of the philistines he was afraid and his heart trembled greatly and when saul inquired of the lord the lord did not answer him either by dreams or by urim or by the prophets then saul said to his servants find me a woman who is a medium that i may go to her and inquire of her listen saul did not hear the voice of god when he was also in his day of adversity instead of examining his heart as to why he didn't hear he decides to consult a medium he decides to consult a witch david strengthened himself in the lord but saul was saul always needed a pastor a prophet that is why when samuel died saul went after a witch because he wanted to get through samuel what is god speaking david had no prophet pastor with him he chose but he chose one thing he chose to find his strength from god i want to tell you god might put us into situation where there will be nobody who could minister to us it has happened in my life i realize nobody can minister in this area only god can do that not that nobody wants to help but it will come to a place where it is between you and god saul was not bothered to examine his heart he wanted victory and fame as the first king of israel saul was concerned about his fame as king saul depended on a prophet david knew from whom his strength come from and he wanted the presence of god proverbs 18 verse 14 the spirit of a man will sustain him in sickness but who can bear a broken spirit when you are spiritually strong even if you are sick if you are spiritually strong even if you are sick your spirit man can endure that sickness it can come through but if you are broken if you have a broken spirit you yourself cannot bear it but how do we get a you know a strong spirit how do we walk in that strength i want to tell you in jeremiah chapter 12 verse 5 talks about something very interesting and this is very key for us if you have run with footmen and they have wearied you how can you contend with horses and if in the land of peace in which you trusted they wearied you how will you do in the flood plain of jordan your what you do in your peace time can help you when the day of adversity comes
when you if you have not if you have not learned nor how if you have not dealt with footmen how can you contend with horses i want to tell you what you do in your peace time will help you when the you know, when the battle comes i remember last year a very personal story i remember last year when my you know when my third child died on the day of the morning that day morning i had a word from god i didn't know what was going to happen and i remember that it was that word that held me to the next few weeks i took some time to meditate on the day before on that day morning and there was a word that came and it helped me to stand the trial by fire i knew that nobody could help me on that day only god can i want to encourage you when the lord wants to the lord knows what's going to happen and he will send his word ahead to prepare he is not surprised by our day of adversity but let not our lack of preparedness for it befall us because the only thing that can help us in the day of adversity is that word that we get from god is a strength that comes let me tell you there is strength in the word of god so the first thing that i want i want to encourage all of you is to examine our spiritual condition where do we stand with regard to our spiritual strength proverbs 16 verse 2 all the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes all the ways okay but the lord weighs the spirit i remember in some of the class tests or some of the tests that we had in school you know uh, we would write the exam and the teacher will say okay now you evaluate it in that day there is something that's happened all of us are getting full marks we like to evaluate evaluate our own test paper uh, and we give like to give full marks to us but, but the bible says the lord weighs our spirit just like the teacher weighs our answers the lord weighs our spirit i studied in coimbatore for my uh, uh, pg and there they say that uh, uh, the marks is inverse is directly proportional to the weight of your paper uh, so the more uh, the more you write the more marks you get okay so the lord weighs our spirit see we can weigh our body to check how healthy we are but the lord weighs our heart when samuel went to anoint david samuel was looking on the outside but god said i look into the heart of a man and the lord looks into the heart of a man he knows what's the weight it is dangerous for us to say that hey my ways are okay uh, uh, we we may be little uh, uh, afraid to say that my ways are good but we can say uh, we will feel comfortable to say my ways are okay but i want to tell it is god that determines what is the weight of our spirit so i would encourage you in your moment with god to examine your spiritual condition you needn't tell anybody about it but it's between you and god can we can we take a moment
to examine our spiritual condition. It's between you and God. You evaluate that. Let the Lord evaluate it. There is no pressure. Lord, I want to pray that we would be honest in listening to what the Holy Spirit is saying. I sense the Lord telling some people that you have to deal with that fear and let me deal with it. Father, we thank you, Lord. Whatever you tell us, let us be secure to accept it. Secure to accept it. Thank you. So how do we, uh, how, uh, how do we train ourselves to be a spiritually strong person? First of all, I want to tell you, we need to train ourselves. I'm a fan of Hussein Bolt and also Michael Jordan. So when I heard about their interviews a few years back, they were telling about their experiences, uh, you know, uh, in the formative years of their lives. How they would train day after day. And they was telling, training, oh, they hated training. But to become, to, but, but in view of that prize that was set before them, maybe an Olympics prize or an NBA title or whatever, that they decided that they're going to train themselves. And training is not easy. No training is easy. I, I have to train my children. And they tell me it's so boring. Uh, in fact, it is boring. Uh, and, but but uh, when I look at the fruits of that is going to come in the years, I want to push them to be trained. I want to push them to be trained. And let me tell you, God is not only Father. Huh? So sometimes we think God is only Father. God is not only really Father. He is also an excellent coach. If you have watched football matches... There are coaches, and the coach really pushes you. So why? So that you can train to become an excellent athlete. So when we get trained daily, our physical strength builds up. Uh, our muscles build up. Uh, uh, my son, when I talk to him, he likes to uh, uh, show me his muscles. Oh, please don't look to him, he might be embarrassed. Uh, so uh, he likes to show me his muscles. So muscles is there, only thing is that it got to be developed. And it takes years and years and years of training. The physically strongest man in the world was once a small baby. It is not that he, uh, you know, one fine day uh, attached something here and there, no. He had to put himself in the gym, he had to put himself to work out, whatever was his... Uh, uh, fitness regime. He had to go through that. He had to build himself daily. Uh, for us, it is cheat days always. Uh, uh, but for, for them, it might be cheat days maybe once in a year. Uh, uh, he, he has, you know, the physically strongest man had trained himself daily. Now, I want to tell you, our daily practices contribute to our training. If you can tell me, what are your daily practices? I can tell you if you're a spiritually strong person or not. David was somebody who practiced being strong. Even when he was a shepherd boy. 
he was faithful he wrote psalms he wrote psalms even while he was running away from saul even while he was king even while he sinned he was with god so david had a practice of of his daily walk with god and i want to encourage all of us for a daily walk with god i know we are some of us are interested in a sunday walk with god huh? uh, uh, but god is interested in a daily walk can you tell yourself god is interested in daily walking with me so what are some of the practices so that that can help us and contribute to our spiritual strength one is prayer you cannot bypass this matthew 6 verse 6 says when you pray go into your room and when you have shut your door pray to your father who is in your secret place and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly let me tell you the reward is public we all like that uh, but the prayer is in secret and prayer is in secret god's reward god loves god doesn't like private reward huh uh, uh, he likes a public display huh so but our uh, our prayer there needs to be a time where we have a prayer with god which is in a secret place where we shut down from everything next is our spiritual diet so we have prayer a spiritual diet to be physically strong we need food to be spiritually uh, strong we need spirit food john 6 verses 33 to 35 for the bread of god is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world then they said to him lord give us this bread always jesus said i am the bread of life he who comes to me shall never hunger and he who believes in me shall never thirst this bread shall give us life some of us we like to eat this bread only on a sunday the rest of the days we are spiritually starving i can sense sometimes one one if one day if i don't read the word i can sense my spirit carving in uh, you know, a, a spirit craving for the word the our spirit man needs spirit food and i also want to tell you feed on the word of god feed on you know we need the wholesomeness of the word very important you know initially when i used to read my bible i used to look for that one word that would encourage me the rest everything is not for me uh, but if you look into the bible there is not only encouraging word there is also word of rebuke there is word of correction there is word of instruction there is word of love there is word of his second coming there is word of warning there is word of promise and it is this wholesome word that contributes to our spiritual diet if you are only eating or if you are only feeding on encouraging word it is very sweet to hear but i want to tell you there is just like we eat only uh, sweet stuffs we could end being diabetic just imagine if you are eating only uh, an, an encouraging word an encouraging word you could end up where to, you, you could end up being spiritually diabetic where 
you uh, and probably you might come to a stage where you cannot receive any more encouraging word because you have come to that stage and i want to tell you the good spiritual diet is the wholesomeness of this word the wholesomeness amen where we are willing to accept rebuke why should we accept rebuke because i rebuke my children and god as a father wants to rebuke us sometimes uh, if it is about instruction only my our home will be a boring place one day i came home and i saw the stuffs that were you know distributed when i entered the house i called my children you do that you do this this is the way after that you do this you do this instruction but my daughter came and told me i forgot to say a hi so if it is it is not just instruction from god god's word is not just one instruction after the other god's word is also a word of love he expresses how he loves us just like as a father i express my love towards my children i like cuddling with my children but if i'm doing that from morning to evening does it make sense no there are things where i tell them to do there are things that i can correct them rebuke them uh, 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 encourage them promise them take them out spend time with them so i want to encourage the church to be after uh, have a heart of wholesomeness a spiritually strong man has the holy spirit dwelling in him just like we need food we need water and in summer we need more water and there could be times where we need more water i want to encourage be hydrated well let the river of the holy spirit flow let the river flow daddy let there not be any dry situation in our life i want to encourage i want to encourage uh, lord the river of the spirit of god to flow so the root uh, in uh, romans 8 verse 9 but you are not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed the spirit of god dwells in you now if anyone does not have the spirit of god he is not his see the root word in greek used for dwelling is a word uh, which in translated means make home in some of our lives the holy spirit is like a visitor visits and go back or we like to visit him on a sunday but the question is is the holy spirit making home inside us huh is it when it when it is his home then he will tell us what to do then he will guide us then he will say no to certain things and he will say yes i want to go i want you to go after them i want you to forgive that person and a life without holy spirit is not really a christian life so uh, a spiritually strong man has prayer he has a good spiritual diet he is hydrated well with the holy spirit and the fourth is he denies himself luke 9 verse 23 then he said to them all if anyone desires to come after me let him deny himself take up his cross daily and follow me when we are spiritually strong 
we also need to learn to say no to certain things. To be physically strong, you need to say no to certain things. And God also wants us to deny ourselves. We need to say yes to God and no to ourselves. We need to look into the mirror and say, that's my enemy. You know, we think, that the, the, we think that the devil is our enemy. He is our enemy. But there is a self within us that is also an enemy. Ourselves, our ways, our thoughts. And God wants us to deny ourselves. So, denying ourselves daily, let that be a practice. Let that be a practice. You know, initially, all practices are not easy. I agree to that. Initially, all practices are not easy. When I decided to, that I needed to have some exercise, I remember the first two weeks was very boring. Uh, uh, but as I started to do it, and it became a practice, I longed, after two or three weeks, I longed to go out. Every practice, initially, we, you know, uh, it, is, it might take time for us. But as you continue to do it, it becomes a habit. So I want, to, I want to encourage you to have your prayer life. Read the word of God. Amen. Deny ourselves. The fourth, fifth thing is having other strong men in our life. The Bible says of Proverbs 27 verse 17, Iron sharpens iron. When we strike an iron rod on a magnet, after some time, the iron rod takes the properties of a magnet. When we are with other strong men, we might take, you know, we, we inherit some things from them. We get influenced by something by them. And we want to say, I want to, I want to do that. I remember I had a, uh, I, I, I had a believer friend uh, while working. Uh, and he influenced me a lot. He influenced me a lot because uh, every day for coffee we would go together. And he would tell me, TV, this is not the way to do this thing. This is not the way to do that thing. Uh, and which I realized it was so true. Other strong men helps us. In your workplace, would you like somebody who is strong in your coding area to help you or somebody who is weak in your coding area to help you? So iron sharpens iron. Amen. The next thing is the sixth practice that we need to have. Uh, uh, just before that, other so uh, we have other strong men in our lives. That's why it makes sense to come for fellowship. It comes, it has really helped me to come, you know, when, when we come together for fellowship and when we openly discuss with each other and I realize, hey, there is somebody else also who is fighting the battle. And I am not alone. And I am not alone. Huh? So I want to encourage you to make it a practice to come for prayer, to go for cell groups, to go for uh, Friday prayer, to go for, to come, to hang around after church so that you may have fellowship. Uh, the sixth thing is to walk in humility. The Bible says God gives grace to the humble. What does he mean by that? He gives his enabling power to the humble. We need to practice humility. The one who practices humility builds spiritual strength. I remember a few years back, 
the Lord had encouraged me to, to uh, give a specific training program uh, for my team. And after a few uh, sessions, one person came to me uh, in the morning and said, uh, he was talking in Malayalam, And I was just thinking, what does this guy actually mean? I understood that he was, when I thought about it, I understood that he was blessed by my uh, training sessions. So for a moment, I just felt, oh, that's so good. Uh, I was feeling, wow, my training programs are working. I'm so happy. Uh, uh, but suddenly I realized that I was, I was trying to take the place of God by thinking that I am the one who did it. And I said, Lord, no, Lord, you are the one who did it. Uh, I am just a vessel. I would humble down. It's not me. And I told the person, it's not me. It's the hand of the Lord. God gives grace to the humble. God gives grace to the humble. The one who practices humility, I want to tell you, it is a practice. You know, would you go to a doctor who is practicing or would you go to a doctor who had done his MBBS degree and staying at home? Or would you go to a lawyer who is practicing? Or would you go to somebody who has a law degree when you have a matter in the court? You will go to one who is practicing. So let's practice humility. Spiritually strong people are built up when they serve one another. You know, spiritually strong people are busy serving others. Jesus was busy serving others. He was going from one village to another village. You know, one scripture says he was going in a circuit. He was going in a circuit. He was busy serving people. He was busy serving people and spiritually strong people, they love to serve others. Why? Because there is a strength already on the inside of them and they want to just flow in it. They want to give that strength to somebody else. But I want to encourage you. you know, Matthew 20 verse 27 to 28 goes like this. Whoever desires to be first among you, let him be your slave. Just as a son of man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Many people are waiting for the right moment to serve God. If you are that person, I want to tell you what's the right moment. The right moment is right now. Because you, are not, you don't know what's going to happen next. So I want to encourage you, if you are waiting for that right moment, it is right now. I remember when I was in 12th grade, or I was I finished my 12th or something like that. Uh, I was I was in my friend's house, and we were hanging around in our friend's house, and a pastor comes, and I'm not a believer at that time, uh, and he came with a gospel card. And the moment he stepped into that courtyard and he was he began to share the gospel, I was sitting, I stood up, uh, some, I felt a fear of God. I want to thank that man that came that day. And the other friends that were with me began to make fun of him. Somehow I had, I just want to thank God, I had a fear of God that I did not dare to make fun of him. You know what my friend said? You are 60 years old. We will work till, we will enjoy, have life till 60. After that we will serve God. This man said, you don't know what will happen next moment. 
that gripped me. I refused, Lord. I refused to make fun of him. And I want to thank, I want to thank God that many years after that, I received Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Uh-uh. And so I want to encourage you, today is the moment. Not when we are spiritually mature. In fact, when you serve others, I have noted, there is an opportunity to work on your weakness. Because your weakness will be exposed by somebody. If you are sitting in your home, nobody will know your weakness. In fact, nobody will know your strength also. Uh, uh, so it is uh, when you serve others, you will become less and less selfish. Suddenly, you are, you are, you know, if you are working in the media, maybe Asher might tell you to come early morning at six o'clock. So you will have an opportunity to deny yourself, and they are busy serving others. They are busy serving their homes. They're busy serving their workplaces. They are busy serving their churches. And I want to encourage, let us become busy serving the church. When you serve the church, you're actually serving God. I remember a few years ago when I had a lot of insecurity about serving God. I thought, Lord, how can God use me? I remember Pastor John at that point in one message that he said, he said, God calls the available, not the talented. So your talent doesn't matter. Your availability matters. The same word that helped me at that time, I want to tell you, God calls the available. You are available for God. The Lord will pick you up. I want to close with this. So what happens when we strengthen ourselves in the Lord? 1 Samuel 30, verse 17 to 19. Then David attacked them from delight until the evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped except 400 young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. David rescued his two wives and none of them were lacking. Either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything which are taken from them. David recovered all. When you strengthen yourself in the Lord, what you thought was lost, the Lord will help you to recover. Lord will help you to recover. You will find victory and not just victory, great victory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We want to strengthen ourselves in the Lord. Let's just bow our heads for a moment of prayer. Let's not look here and there. I want to ask, is there anybody here who have not known this God of this universe, the Lord Jesus, and you want to receive Jesus into your life, I want to encourage you to receive Jesus into your life. If you have not received Jesus, but you want to receive Jesus, can you raise your hand? We want to pray for you. Nobody is looking. It's between you and God. It is not between you and the church. It is between, it is your moment with God. Your moment with God. Just raise your hands up. We want to pray. Thank you, Lord. Even for children. And children, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I want to encourage children. This is your moment with God. Thank you, Lord.
if you want to if you have walked with god but you have you want to renew yourself your walk with god you're feeling dry you're feeling dry you're not feeling the river of the holy spirit flowing i want to encourage you to renew yourself in the lord would you raise your hands we want to pray for you even in the pastors also please you just pray for them hallelujah hallelujah thank you jesus thank you lord thank you sister thank you for the prayer thank you brother hallelujah thank you sister thank you naya thank you anybody else and you want to renew your walk with god you walk with god hallelujah this is your moment this is not my moment this is your moment with god hallelujah hallelujah thank you thank you hallelujah thank you amen hallelujah rokhal nabantha thank you father thank you jesus thank you thank you hallelujah may the lord renew you the lord give you a strength hallelujah he is giving you a strength of horses amen hallelujah thank you jesus thank you hallelujah thank you lord thank you jesus thank you thank you lord hallelujah 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 let the, let the power of the holy spirit move in this place lord we want to say this is your altar daddy we're not here to play church but lord we want to pray there would be a transformation when we go home hallelujah i sense there's somebody who is weary and burdened jesus said come to me come to me don't hold back come to me don't hold back amen hallelujah thank you lord anybody else you want to have prayer prayed over please raise your hands we can pray over you thank you jesus thank you father hallelujah 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 thank you hallelujah oh rakhna bar barante rakhal nabantha rakharabante khel riyante radente rabente thank you lord hallelujah father we want to pray lord that we would we would strengthen ourselves daddy oh karthave ninda kharam nee karthave mera kharam hallelujah if you want to have pray if you still want to pray hallelujah 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 roko robo 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 thank you jesus thank you father hallelujah hallelujah i'm going to pray right now hallelujah let the strength of the holy spirit come hallelujah kartave we want to have our let the altars of god move in us hallelujah 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 thank you jesus lord we pray for our online audience there's anybody watching us daddy that needs a touch from you lord i want to pray that this is the moment lord let them not miss it let them not miss it hallelujah hallelujah if you are wondering how do i receive jesus as my lord and savior especially to our online audience i want to i want i want to say confess with your mouth that the jesus christ is the lord of lords and the king of kings confess 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 that you need him thank you lord for this day lord we pray bless the church we bless each one we pray for our leaders we pray bless them very in jesus mighty name we pray
Thank you for listening to this sermon. For more sermons, please do visit us at wicc.in.